everyone, it's WWF Superstars! Welcome everybody to the Comic Wrestling Podcast, this is the Wrestling Ring, I'm Deadly Dave, and this motherfucker over here is always Ace Williams, you should remember that if you watch us, why do we always have to do an introduction? Because it's fun. I did have a little fun right there. <laughs> But we're doing a fan request today. I'm going to butcher the dude's name, Nick Opaluski. I'll try to butcher it even better. Nick the Butcher Oloninsky. <laughs> but we should have done this for a long time. He asked for it a long time ago, but... Our needs come first. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You heard it first here. We're going to be doing a watch-along of a Superstars episode from April 18th, 1992. Oh my. Yeah. That's a long time ago. I was I was 11. I was 2. <laughs> Didn't know much about anything, let alone wrestling. <laughs> you still don't know much about anything, but... <laughs> I'm not going to argue that, because I don't know much about anything. <laughs> um, I'll play that. Oh, where's my remote? It's just kidding, right here. I had you guys fooled. We are so professional. Uh, actually, first, before we get into all that, because uh -oh, we uh -oh. have goody goodness to get into... We do have uh, a mystery guest with us today. No names, faces, identifications will be shown. Um, that just sounds creepy, but it goes with us. So if you if you've ever met me, you wouldn't think of anything less than creepy. <laughs> uh, we're drinking drinking. I'm drinking Gallo Moscato. Moscato. I didn't know what it was. I couldn't remember. It's delicious. It's four dollars a bottle. Mark, when you get here, please have another one with you. <laughs> He's not going to hear this till way into the future. But uh, Maybe he'll bring one next time, then, when he sees it. It's good. It's delicious. It tastes very good. Um, but we're going to get into other quick things. The mystery guest brought me a gift that I was supposed to get eons ago. <laughs> a pirate. It's a pirate. It's a pirate flag. It's pretty awesome. I don't have a place to hang it. Wish I did. I guess on the floor is the best place. I dropped it. <laughs> um, this is a pirate flag from the Pirate Fest that you went to, right? Yep. Where was that at? Alexandria Bay. That sounds like a lovely place. It's in New York, so it's not that great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know we had places called that here. So, sorry, folks. I lied. Um, that's just that. Also, as a gift... I was bestowed this candle that it's called, it, it was handmade from our mystery guest, and the scent is faint, because it is very. <laughs> um, next up is another gift. Well, it's not a gift. I owe you money for it. Which, oh, it's not a gift at all. It's a gift from me to me, and I'm going to wear it on our next episode nope. of The Comic Shop, which will be about Metal Gear Solid. But I will reveal it on the wrestling ring because it has to do with wrestling. And one of my absolute favorite fucking things in the whole effing world is this. Get that shirt! That's fucking awesome. That's Cody Rhodes' new shirt. That is badass. If you've ever played Metal Gear Solid, which we'll talk about it later, that is the Foxhound logo. He is clearly a fan. I love that I met him. Arriba! <laughs> uh, so I'll wear that. For the next show, but now I'm representing CTWE. CTWE. Always good to represent. What are you wearing, brother? Hulkamania. Oh yeah. I don't. I did Macho Man. You 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 just bust into him. You have multiple personalities. They based the movie Split off of me. Yeah. Except I'm not like a British woman at one point. I'm sure you could rock that if you really tried. You think I could be a British woman? I like that you encourage me to do new <laughs> things. <laughs> and then third 
up on the dossier is this movie, Blockers, with John Cena. We're not John Cena fans by any means, but I honestly have to say, this movie's funny as fuck. He does a butt chug, like Steve-O, and it's funny, because it's like, John Cena's like a family guy. So to see him, like, stick a funnel in his butt and drink beer is is very funny. Kind of makes him a little bit of a hypocrite, though. What's being the character that he portrays on TV and then doing shit like that? I had a conversation with a friend the other day, and I have to give them credit because they swayed me into thinking of it like this. He's He's got to do the job he was told to do. If John Cena could be the Doctor of Thugonomics version that he used to be, I think he'd still rock that, but it doesn't sell fucking... I mean, it sells, but it doesn't sell to the demographic they want. So, but seeing this movie made me not a like a fan, but it was like, I'm going to watch it again. <laughs> it's pretty funny. That's about it. You got anything to say, Dusty Rhodes? Um, well, something, I don't know if you'll be happy or upset about Curtis Axel got released. I from saw WWE. that. I'm happy about that, because maybe now he can go somewhere and actually do something. Or we can meet him, too. You See, know? you're like that fan. <laughs> I am that fan. That's true. No, but I do want him to go do other stuff, too. I that, do, too, but yeah. I'd like to meet him. Yeah. Because I'd have him maybe sign that picture right up there. Because <laughs> he's hanging right up there. And one thing I've, I found that I thought was pretty funny, they're selling a commemorative plaque for the Boneyard match. And there's dirt from where, from the match. Don't in, buy that, people. Don't buy it. <laughs> that could be just dirt from outside the yeah. fucking outside. Yep. Don't buy dirt unless unless you can legally verify that that's actually from the match. I know. Dirt. I referenced this the, our last episode of Waterworld. Don't buy dirt. <laughs> you don't buy unless Tom Petty's selling you dirt and he's dead. So you don't buy dirt from anybody. <laughs> like don't buy dirt. That's stupid. Don't buy dirt. Buy that. You can buy that. You can buy the the one you have with the ring rope in it. You can buy one with like a, a bloody tissue with a piece of blood on it. Don't buy dirt. You're wasting your money. Don't buy dirt. I'll give you dirt, and I'll say it's from WrestleMania one. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck's gonna say the difference, right? That's that's like cutting your hair. Cornette said this. He said on his one of his podcasts that he had Shawn Michaels had a clump of hair ripped out of his head from from Bret Hart, a right? With Bret Hart, yep. Right, and Cornette kept it. He kept the hair, brought it home. His wife kept it in a bag, and they were gonna like, ah, oh, someday we can sell this, make lots of money, blah blah blah. And he's like, we got divorced or whatever, and he's like, I don't have the hair. And he goes, maybe, maybe she could sell it online. He goes, well, nope. Now that people are hearing me, they can just go get hair and sell that online. And say that's Shawn Michaels' hair. Well, that's like when uh, Trump shaved Vince McMahon's head. They were, you know, they were saying that the hair was his. How do you fucking right. do a DNA right. test? Is there a DNA it? test that comes with it and a certificate of authenticity? Right. Vince McMahon signed every piece of hair. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> what else you got on that list? Oh, uh, the rumors are that WWE is getting sold to either ESPN or Fox. I will believe that when I see it. I do not believe McMahon is ever going to sell that company to anybody. Maybe the rights to the network or something like that, but the company outright, I can never see him selling all of his shares to anybody. He did it to Donald Trump. <laughs> okay, I will drink in, my gallo. In reality, in reality. I forget what it is again. Moscato. Moscato. That's just not a word that I say all the time, so it's not in the Rolodex. <laughs> Gallo is because it's my boss's last name. One hundred percent is. It's spelt the same. Just awesome. I just enjoy this one way more. <laughs> I don't want to say anything incriminating in case anybody my coworkers listen to this shit. But fuck you all. <laughs> fuck all of you. 
Except for Dan. Dan, you're cool. <laughs> but you don't work there anymore, so... Fuck the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Uh, so, without further ado, I got the mic in here. Oh, no, wait a minute. We have to take a moment. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And all of us, even our mystery guest... Um, we're all wrestling fans. Uh, these two individuals are later year or earlier years of wrestling fans, which isn't a bad thing. That just, uh, you know, I'm I'm the young buck. <laughs> Throwing super kicks. You get it? Young, yeah. Woo! Super kick party. They're killing the business. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say in the yeah. thing. Yeah. So um. We're a little behind on it, but we need to absolutely talk about it. Uh, sad news of the Fink. Howard Finkel. Howard Finkel passing away. Um, whether anybody actually listens to this or not, we actually do take a little bit of it serious. Uh, we had the honor of meeting Howard Finkel. at. We, we told so many different stories of this exact same night of the Chief J. Strongbow dinner of getting to meet Howard Finkel and... Him calling you a liar. Calling me a liar. Calling me a liar, saying Mick Foley did not steal my marker, which he did. Which he did. Which, I actually, in my cabinet over there, which you'll get excited about, I have a marker that Mick Foley used to sign my shit, my green Sharpie, and then the pink one in there Bret Hart used to sign all my stuff. I was made made sure to take that. And then I have a silver one that Steve-O signed. I just wanted to throw that in there. Because I'm cool <laughs> like that. Um, but yeah, we just, I just wanted to mention that, because we did get to meet him. And not only did we get to meet him, but he was... The ring announcer for when I got into wrestling, so I mean that's the connective tissue we all have. I mean, even in the Attitude Era, he was still doing. Yeah, it, exactly. So, yeah. I mean, I do impersonations, but I cannot do a Howard Finkel. I honestly was. He's a hard one to do. Like I don't think I've ever heard anybody do a Howard. You have Finkel. to sound like, you know, um, oh fuck, what movie was he in? Jurassic Park Three. You know the movie pretty vividly to where yeah, if yeah. I talked about someone you'd recognize him. Yeah. You know the bald guy that was one of the mercenaries? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Him, but with like a cold. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I don't know why, but that's who I just think of like, and you're, I don't know. And like, I don't know. I can't do it. I won't do it because I feel like I will do a dishonor to the Fink because his voice is recognizable and mine sounds like dog shit drizzling down a drain. <laughs> I really liked in 2011, too, where he came out as CM Punk's personal ring announcer. That was Survivor cool, Series. That because was it was Ricardo Rodriguez, was yep. that his name, the announcer, for uh, Alberto Patron? Just kidding, Del Rio. Patron sucks. I mean, he's the ring announcer of my childhood. Like, Mine, too? You know, you think of Hulk Hogan, you think of Macho Man, you think of anybody from the 80s and early 90s. I knew! I, fuck, I knew I was going to try to do it. I wish I didn't. <laughs> it's hard. It's a hard one to do. But yeah, again, just wanted to, you know. And one thing that Tommy Dreamer tweeted out, he had visited him like I think a week before he died, mm-hmm. and Finkel couldn't talk anymore, but he had written a note for the nurses to put wrestling on on Mondays for him. That's pretty cool. There you and go. He still wanted to keep up with it, you know, even though his health was failing. It is sad. It is because that's one of the like. I mean, obviously he was WWE. They say it all the time. We're not saying nothing new, but he was like WWE's first employee, yeah, all that good jazz, but, like, he's one of those ones when, personally, when I think of wrestling, I wouldn't say he's on the Mount Rushmore, but it is definitely, like, it's one of those pioneer faces. Yeah. That you, 
you just automatically, like, I don't even know. He's synonymous with not just the product, but the business itself. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's names that just, to me, I maybe personally for me, they those names, if you said wrestling, I wouldn't, I'm not saying Howard Finkel's the very first name, but if you said wrestling announcer, if we were playing that game, right? Yeah. Word association. And you're like, uh, wrestling announcer, Howard Finkel. That would be the first one. It wouldn't be and nothing against Tony Chimmel yeah. or you know, even a Justin Roberts or a Lillian Garcia or uh, any of the guys from like EC. I can't even think of their names. Anybody. Like it's just yeah. that's he's the Hulk Hogan of what he did. Right. That's the best way I can well, say it. Like what if I want. you said wrestling interviewer, Mean Gene is gonna be the first name that yep. comes to mind for me, you know? Yep. Maybe he's, Sean Mooney a close second. He but. literally was the Hulk Hogan of what he did. Yeah. If yep. I could, he put that part on the map. That's the best way I can say that. Um, but that's that. I wanted to definitely mention that. Yeah, yeah. Because I, 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 it sucks. I didn't think about that last time. No, that's absolutely fine. Uh, again, we're we're like a week or two maybe behind on that. So if you hear squeaking, it's because my dog got a new gift as well from our mystery guest, and it is a ninja bread man. It, it's cool. It looks like a little gingerbread man, but it's a ninja. We're all about ninjas here. I like ninjas. What's up, my ninjas? <laughs> is that racist? I mean, it's, Im- I mean, it's implied is, that is it it's... racist against Asian people? Or well, it absolutely that is all... that you <laughs> think ninjas can only be Asian. Have you seen American Ninja Warrior? You fucking bigot. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, folks. We love all different colors except for purple. If you're a purple-skinned person, you're probably a piece of shit like Thanos. <laughs> Am I right? I mean, and if you have purple skin, it's probably because you have a skin disease, and I'm absolutely so sorry. <laughs> but you're enjoying our podcast? We're, we're, just, we're just doing a lot today. We really are. And we haven't even started watching what we're supposed to be watching. I shouldn't drink. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, let's get ready to watch WWF Superstars from April 18th, 1992. We don't know any matches, so here we go. <laughs> Did I get that date right? Yeah. I shot hard on that one, hoping. <laughs> oh my god, Hulk Hogan's the first The big stage. boss man! The Mountie Sid, Papa Shango. Ooh, Tito Santana as El Matador. I, I got to turn this down so we don't get sued by, by me, <laughs> Vincent McMahon. You sons of bitches. I, I, lo- I love these guys. old montage fucking promos. This stuff is oh, the Ultimate Warrior. You know, I'm gonna say this, and I hope neither one of you get offended for me saying this, but this, this looks more. Look at that. Looks just like that. Looks just like that. I'm good. Actually, no, I fucked the lineup. Kalamazoo, Missouri. I hope you guys don't get offended, but this looks more realistic than what they're producing today. And this is campy as shit. Yeah, you can tell it's green screen. You can see, like, just the shading around their heads and shit. It's... Look at that. He, he just got a fucking Easter basket, folks. <laughs> it's a perfect Easter. <laughs> it's perfect. Look at McMahon with just... He has to look all puffed out. Can I try that? Those shoulder pads and the suit. Oh, wait a minute. That's just so funny. As you talk, I'll be be McMahon to you. (laughs) Let me ask you something, Dave. What are your thoughts of Easter? Easter? You couldn't even do Easter this year. Oh, Money Incorporated. And Mike Rotunda just got released from WWE. He was with them? Yeah, he was a backstage agent. Yep. Really? Gerald Briscoe just got released, too. 
Well, MacMan, Mr. MacMan, Brett the Hitman Hart. We have a super fan with us, ladies and gentlemen. This person has a tattoo. Oh, the Legion of Doom with Paul Ellering and the Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> Today is going to be a live one, folks. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, it's Hope Macaulay Culkin. Oh no, it's just a little kid. I guess he wasn't home alone. He was with a large group of friends in a crowd. Lod. We uh, we had the honor of not only meeting Animal, but we got to meet Paul wow, Ellering, yeah. which was absolutely, to me personally, was awesome. Because I'm a pretty big fan of that individual. You know, I, I've heard people say it before. If there was no Animal and Hawk was by himself with that look, he would be more popular than the Ultimate Warrior, in my opinion. With the music and everything. No, he doesn't have the personality. I absolutely disagree with that. Don't look at me like I'm wrong. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm not, not saying you're wrong. No, don't say I'm right either. But like, I'm just saying he doesn't have that personality. The way he cut promos and stuff with right. Everything. But Ultimate Warrior was high octane, 100% jet fuel infused in a syringe with cocaine to your brain, 100% all the time. Animal was never that. No, Hawk, not... Or him. Hawk, I mean, but Hawk was never... Like, I've never but seen... But he also never had the opportunity to really branch out and do something different, too. Because that goes always to... in the tag team. So wouldn't that kind of go to my defense? Because I've never got to see that? I mean, I'm not disagreeing saying it couldn't, but I just don't see it happening. Because Warrior just was... Crazy. I don't know. I don't know. You might be right. I might be wrong. I don't know. <laughs> the Road Warriors are fighting uh, the, the the Tiger King twins <laughs> in the fucking ring. Look at that! Just the the is mullet, that appropriate? The, the, the blonde mullet with the brown on the I side, like Paul Ellering yelling, going, "Get me a newspaper!" You know, dropping the ball with oh, him with AOP and I. Uh, I received a gift from a fan. Oh, you a, did? A viewer fan? Absolutely. Did you really? He said. Because you guys need to spruce up your set a little bit more. What? Yup. Yup. What? Yup. With, with more shit. He sent this personally to us. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> a fucking tennis racket, folks. Who do you think sent us this? James E. Cornett. <laughs> because, because we put him over all the time? He didn't really. <laughs> but I thought it was funny. <laughs> I thought it was pretty clever. Little fun. Little props. Yeah, we do. We talk about them quite a bit, actually. Yeah. We talk about all those guys, because they're awesome. And, of course, Hawk is beating up Gilberg right now. Is that mm -hmm. Gilberg? Yeah. Dwayne Gill, yep. Yeah. And the other guy, Barry Hardy, he was one of the Toxic Turtles when they brought Oh, the Toxic Turtles! That they did once, and God. I'm surprised they didn't get sued. God bless them. <laughs> well, because even, even Baird and Lawson <laughs> realized, this is embarrassing. We don't even want to have a lawsuit labeled with that. To me, this like this simple setup with no you know LEDs and all that shit, it draws your attention more to what's happening inside the ring instead of distracting you from all the, with all the other shit. And the commentating stuck with what was in the ring. They were not talking about yeah maybe they were talking about the main event because it was the main event, but they're not talking about everything in between. They're yeah. talking about who's in the ring, what's happening. Look at those; those are awesome. And and this was back when there was only like four pay per views, so they were building longer, so they weren't mashing a whole bunch so of much shit, shit together exactly. Once. Yep. Look and like Paul. the music stands out more, I think. You know, we're getting a look at the WWF oh, magazine, Miss Elizabeth. Miss Elizabeth. 
My my first crush when I was a kid was definitely Miss Elizabeth. That's my first crush when I was a kid. Ladies and gentlemen, me and Gene Okolet. You wanted the mustache ride? You better drink more. I gotta have another drink. <laughs> and they don't do cool stuff like this either. Just you know, an event center with the TV. No, they don't. In the That's what I mean. I don't. Oh, I would love some more. <laughs> there might have been a hand in there, but don't look at it. If you saw that hand, delete it. <laughs> oh no! This is Ric Flair, the dirtiest player in the game, doctored a photo. Come on now. This is. Cytexing, other or other words, Photoshop. You mean? This is bullshit. <laughs> oh yeah, mm-hmm. the macho man would fuck a horse because he's a macho man. Whoa. The horse is not what? Whoa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, Dave. I like vegetables. Those are fruits, macho man. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> Good to know, macho man keeps the do rag on at home. What happened to it all? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have had a robbery in my own home. Please inform the police. <laughs> Tell them to arrive with more alcohol and leave immediately. I always thought it was funny the way the way Mean Gene's mustache looked, though, where like you could see like so much distance between his mustache and his nose. I'm going to tell you right now, as a man with a mustache and facial hair, it's hard to get that unless that grows in like that. That is a very hard trim to get. <laughs> I won't lie, it is. I had people ask when mine grows in, they're like, do you shave right in the middle there? Because you kind of look like a cowboy at times. I'm like, no, it just doesn't grow in. So unless... Oh, look at Ric Flair bleeding. Coliseum video back when those tapes were like $65 a piece. Mm, My favorite belt of all time, the Winged Eagle. That's the best one right there. That's the best one. (laughs) Not my version, though, because it's got Conrad Thompson owns that one now, the original. Well, Conrad, let me me tell you something, (laughs) Conrad. The WWE Championship is prestigious, but not, not anymore. Because it 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 is it, bullshit. <laughs> Jr. making an appearance, folks. Good old AW here again. AAW. <laughs> I love this match. This match doesn't get talked about a lot. Uh, Ric Flair against Macho Man from WrestleMania of '92. It had so much drama going into it, and the way they built it up was fucking amazing. I'd love to know how much Savage spent on all his outfits. This has got to be thousands of dollars in each one. That's all of it color-coordinated and all that shit. And I don't know how we saw anything in those fucking sunglasses. My honest, like, thing is, in a world of, like, and I don't, I'm not, like, pun intended, please don't, but in a world of macho men, it's funny to me to see so many muscular dudes dressed up like that and being taken serious. I mean, they weren't because wrestling at that time was, like, literally pushed to the side of, like, any kind of notability. But, like, it's just silly. It's so silly, but I, I mean, I love it. I, I personally love Look it. Look at the fucking mullets. That shit is just... That's a Kentucky waterfall right there. Look at that shit. Mullets were a thing. I'm glad I didn't have it. The oh, Repo Man! man! Oh, man, he's here to repo this match. <laughs> he he is just... My lord. He doesn't. That kid doesn't like <laughs> that him. Kid, that he kid's was all absolutely not for the repo. Look at that son of a bitch. And and just this is just it's been nothing but squash matches so far. This is there's been one match. I know, but it's you pluralized be- that. <laughs> but I know where you're going. I just have to be Mr. Critical. <laughs> but you know what, Repo Man, it is a jobber doing a match with a jobber. Isn't that kind of weird? Kind of weird. Kind of yeah. Twilight Zone looking at itself. I do. I do love the. 
You know, some, sometimes the uh, the characters got ridiculous. But I there's a guess. I love some of this. Shit. I'm sorry, folks. I'm I'm so, did, What is in that bag? Oh shit! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we uh we have left off. Houston, there is no fucking problem. Look at Repo Man gets it. Uh, he's, here, he's here to steal your alcohol. Give. I'll knock him the fuck what, out. I met you, you son is, of a bitch. Because what's yours is yours, and what's his is yours. That made, that made no sense. I fucked that up completely. Who's been drinking here? Ladies <laughs> hmm? and gentlemen, do, do I need to be drinking to say stupid shit? This is n- true. <laughs> I might say smarter shit as I drink. I don't know. Depends on what personality comes out. <laughs> but, walking in the door just now is everybody's favorite podcast partner, the Big Gentle... <laughs> Do you like that nickname? Is that okay? Sure. Marcadius! He's, he may or may not join us for this one. He might pop his head in the screen. There's there's plenty of room. Um, he will be joining us for our next episode, which is... Metal Gear Solid. I'm so excited to do that. But, uh... How you doing, buddy? Good. Good. Good to see ya. Um... I'm not going to say this individual's name. They can say it off screen because we're keeping like a... We're kayfabing. Yes. Our guests. Um, but this is our mystery guest, and this is my friend, Mark. We call him Arcadius. Uh, oh, not Mark- the catapult. Oh. You talk about this. Marcadius, <laughs> if you would like to have some, yeah. I have a glass. It's, it doesn't look like one of these, so you're not going to look as cool. But middle... How is the catapult into the rope of finish? That is just... When you're a jobber... That was a finisher. You can... That's like getting a backslide. It just... Like, how dare you? I mean, we need five F5s to beat somebody, and that just... You know, that's... This right here... If this was a guy... Hang on page! (laughs) He's killing him! Oh my god, look at... He's dragging him... Those jobbers got paid nothing, and they got fucked with You think demolition was a joke?! He's just—he's literally Did you find like him no Mark? help. He's just throwing him around. That's great. It was the blue one, the blue glass in the middle cabinet, right where you were. <laughs> nope, right there. It's over. Um, <laughs> the one with love, love, love. Aww. <laughs> Sean, Sean Moody, ladies Moody. and gentlemen, uh, you have—you're gonna make a jacket like that, aren't you? Yeah. Awesome. That'll be cool. I want you to wear it during the podcast too. I will. I think this will be. This is gonna be a very fun day. <laughs> I can tell you people that right now. <laughs> I'm having a blast. And who would have thunked? I totally think they should go back and do this kind of stuff. This stuff That's what I was saying good. to her earlier. I was like, I don't understand why they're not doing, like, just... <sighs> Take yourself serious, but know you're a joke. And I'm not saying that in a disrespectful way, but come on. No one's taking this serious, but it's amazing! Yeah. I love this! I mean, think about how much stuff is memorable, even though you didn't grow up then. The stuff that you've watched, how much of that is memorable? Compared you know, to what I'm going to yeah. remember now. Or like how, how hyped you'd be for all the promos before the Royal Rumble. Just them saying random shit, you know, yep. talking about what's going on, you know, what they're going to do in the Royal Rumble. I couldn't tell you half of the shit that people have said, you know, in the past ten years. No, exactly. You know? And look at, like, look at how cheesy this is. But he believes it. Yeah. And the guys today don't believe, other than Brock Lesnar. Because they're Lesner, told to. Yeah. They're told to. I mean, Brock Lesnar believes he's a badass. Because he is. Badass. But, you know, like, Roman Reigns, though, to me, doesn't look like he feels like he's a badass. Because he was 
this is this is when wrestling was wrestling. But nowadays, wrestling is it's produced. Yeah, it's pro- you're produced to look that way, to talk that way, and to to act that way. See me like a guy like the model. This to me is more entertaining than a fucker like Joey Ryan any day. Oh yeah, because be he's not trying to be what you think he needs to be. He's just being that guy that. Okay, I didn't know I needed him. Like, what a bad guy. Yeah, and I'm listening to Bruce Pritchard's podcast, and they were asking like, why the the arrogance thing? And they're like, well, we just saw like uh, pest guys had it, and it was like you put pesticide in it, and you spray it, and we're like, let's just paint it pink and put arrogance on it, and just just spray arrogance around. It's clever. Where has that gone? <laughs> right. Where has that mentality gone? Have you ever seen the first one they used? It looked like a hookah. It literally was a huge, like, vase-looking thing no, with, with a with a tube coming out. It was it was hysterical. I never saw that. Yep. Look at, Sean, look at Mr. Fuji in the background right behind his ear. <laughs> My demolition! My repo man! <laughs> My powers of pain! My mass superstar! <laughs> oh, what do we got? Oh. Is this for nails? Or probably not. I don't, might, I don't no, know the time for nails. Yeah, it is. Let's this listen is, to the voice. Yes. It is. It's nails. That's so cool. And then no, Why did that, they do that this w- with the voice? Why did, this isn't his real voice. This, it was so bad. Because what if he was going to cut a promo on the mic? He right? did. Did he do a voice like that? I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah. I only remember his uh, SummerSlam 92-93 match with Big Boss Man. That's all I remember. Tom Bennett, ladies and gentlemen, the father of the prodigy, Mike Bennett. <laughs> You know, you know you're gonna lose when you cut. You're a jobber wearing a t-shirt. Oh, mystery guess. You're, you're gonna be happy. Your favorite's on. Oh, the, the hitman. The, the hitman is the jobber. The hitman is coming out against uh, Mike Bennett's father. <laughs> Mike Canellis's. But father. if you look at him, he is wearing red and white, which would mean Boston logo colors. I'm correlating. I'm connecting dots. I figured it out. <laughs> WWE can't fuck me over. You, you are the super sleuth of podcasting. You are. Some people don't call me the Bobby Heenan of anything. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, credit is where credit goes. I have that shirt. There you are! There's our mystery <laughs> guest, ladies and gentlemen. I have that shirt. That's a, that is, I love the old, like, I love old shit like this. I love this. See, I don't, I don't like that. I get Tom Pritchard's, you know, thing like, oh, if they have their face on the shirt, it doesn't sell. That one does, though. If, like, the Razor Ramon one where it's his full face, I don't think sold as much. But when it's their whole body and their logo, I think they sold. Yeah. I mean, I have a Ric Flair shirt where it's just his face, but it's Ric fucking Flair. Yeah. Can I rewind this for just a minute? I know the time, maybe the time is right, but can you look at this referee and tell me he does not look like a young Michael Elgin? (laughs) And then I'm going to Google this. Because he looks like a young Michael Elgin, and he's losing his hair. Three, two. That does does look like a young Michael Elgin. It does. I know it's not. (laughs) (laughs) But... <laughs> but can we just pretend for me? I just want to see him do, you know, a, He's a gonna deadlift do a superplex. Deadlift, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Honestly, my, watching Michael Elgin wrestling. Look at the size of those awesome. camera, the flashes on those cameras and shit. Such good. Brett the Hitman Hart, WWF Intercontinental Champion. You know who I think was Back better than Brett the Hitman Hart? <laughs> Dude, did you say Shawn Michaels? 
Are you serious? Uh, what? Are you kidding me? Yes. We kid around here, ladies and gentlemen. We don't we don't fuck around. I do have a picture of me and Shawn Michaels up there. Don't look at it. It's a cut, cardboard cutout. Well, we right have now. you have mentioned before that like Shawn Michaels is overrated. The more I absolutely you look think at his is. career, he's uh, he is overrated. I think he is. When when you go back and watch that that sixty minute Iron Man match, I think that match is way overrated. I'll give two. I'll give one comparison that absolutely to me just. I don't know, just the comparison. When Ric Flair does the over-the-top rope, you know, outside the running off the apron and shit, it's, it feels organic. It feels like, I feel like that fucking eccentric old bastard would do that. He wouldn't flop out of the ring and run over the, you know what I'm saying? When Shawn Michaels does the flopping into the turnbuckle and shit, it's so cartoony. It's so cartoon. And then you, all you have to do is watch that match with him and Hogan where he just went over the top because he was pissed. Like, right. If you're a professional, you wouldn't do that You're shit. taking those bumps like Hulk Hogan. I get it. Hogan's a powerful dude. But you're taking it like he's the Incredible Hulk. And, and you're not bumping for anybody else like that I, at all. I do think he's overrated. I Speak of the devil. <laughs> Look at the, that that mullet too. That's just it, I'm Shawn Michaels and I fucked over every guy I've ever met and that's literally and figuratively, Daddy. And and fucked Sonny all the time. We talked about Sonny earlier. I would not now, but I would. I'm out of jail, so you know it's all good. It's true. We had this conversation earlier. You would have been really great on this podcast earlier when it was just you and I talking without anything. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if anybody, Nick uh, Lewinsky, <laughs> Opaluski, Opaluski, um, if you can find out that if that's Michael Elgin or not, I will personally <laughs> sign something and mail Look at it that, to you. Tapping out he tapped out before he was even locked in. <laughs> Nothing against Bret Hart, but that's a jobber, man. <laughs> hey, you need a job? Yeah, can you add an extra B and an ER to that? <laughs> a jobber. Raise his hand, Michael Elgin. There you go. Look at that. That's when that's fan loyalty right there, folks. <laughs> Man, heart, the most famous heart kissing of them the all. He's not worried about the coronavirus kissing the belt. <laughs> no, not at that point. <laughs> They'd already had it. Oh, back to Sean Mooney. Sean Mooney. He's even got a little bit of the shoulder pads. I think McMahon mandated. You gotta have the shoulder pads. If you're gonna work for me, pal. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Shoulder pad city, bitch. I just the, the the that visual of all the action going on in the background and stuff. It's oh, the Mooney! Look at look at him. He just he looks like a piece of shit. Like he just looks like he he is a. Walker. Is that because he's Canadian? Because <laughs> that's fucked up, eh? <laughs> but now who is this in real life? Jacques Rougeau. Jacques Rougeau, absolutely. I could just I could totally see him being the man with the most heat in the locker room. He was the MJF of this time, but didn't get the recognition that he deserved of it. A mouthpiece, the perfect uh, villain character. Like, who in America doesn't hate... Like, I'm not saying Canadians, but wrestling-wise, like, they have that... Whatever reason it is, American-Canadian love-hate. Oh, yeah. There you go, right there. And and you think and it's law enforcement, even though it's right. Canadian, you're you're getting the arrogant law enforcement. And his music. He's the Mountie. I wish they'd release that because I love I love that theme. That's such a cheesy but good theme. Crazy. They never put did that? No. I feel like I have that. I'm, they might have like a bootleg like off the cassette or something. Yeah, they recorded. might I, But even the one the Rougeau is where <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna give a special shout out to our mystery guest, 
mystery uh, spouse because he's a Bushwhacker fan. Who wasn't a Bushwhacker fan? Even though they were licking kids back in the day, which you couldn't do now, you know. Cousin Luke, tell him! I love it. I've seen uh, Cousin Luke's gym, or, yeah, gym down in, uh, in Clearwater. It's actually pretty cool. That's cool. I like the Bushwhackers for a Christmas gift. I gave him the Bushwhacker uh, action figures. They were such a good uh, gimmick. Their Hall of Fame speech is probably one of the best ones out of out of any of them that they've ever had because they were both old as shit, and I mean that in a respectful way. I'm just a disrespectful way kind of guy, <laughs> but they were coherent as fuck. Yep, and, and some of them had been. It was funny as hell. And like to know that they were that, huge badasses the when they first started, and now and then they went to these goofy characters and still got it over. It was so fucking good. Right, that's what I mean. It's awesome. And just like we're just gonna raise our arms up and down and lick kids and you know and Lord Alfred Hayes here. <laughs> Ooh, oh yeah, I'm pixelated macho man. <laughs> look at that! Look at that kid throwing that the double kitty. bicep. That's a fucking macho kid. I'd like right to get there. my hands on one of those bandanas. I like that one. Oh, oh crush, shit, brother, crush, brother. Look at your gut sticking out, man. And they painted the wall just to do that. That's fucking great. That is. They had so many high hopes for him. Yep. Look, look at the feathered fucking Kid Rock looking fucking... Look at this Lincoln Log motherfucker! <laughs> this stuff is so good, but I don't get... This stuff gets shit on on the internet, and I don't get it, because this stuff is tremendous. It's it good. It really is. If you've ever needed a bad actor, <laughs> God, just go to the WWF. <laughs> oh, the, oh, the Berserker! Berserker! Oh, Oh fuck! I'm, I'm I'm actually glad he picked this episode. This is. I actually, think we said that the last time too. And I'll be I'll be the first one to admit we don't go into these 100 percent full force excited because we don't know what we're watching. But it does develop into a fun time. Look at Mr. Fuji. <laughs> oh, we heard oh. Mr. Or, uh, Howard Finkel's voice. There he is, the Fink. Uh, I think the Fink has a better chance in this match than the Jobber in the ring. The Berserker. Uh, What's his name? Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of it. Uh, Ogre from Revenge of the Nerds, <laughs> Nerds was based off of the Berserker. I don't know if that's true or not. I just <laughs> bullshit. But who doesn't love him? He was really good in Bloodsport, too. Yes, he was, actually. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the guy in the black is not going to win. Undertaker! I, Mr. Fuji! Mr. Fuji. You. The fact that he was a mouthpiece for anybody is really fucking hilarious. I would hilarious. have requested him personally for myself. <laughs> if I, Ace Williams, was a professional wrestler and I was over... A, if I was over the moon... <laughs> I think that's the look they were going for, odd job, yeah. What's that, for Mr. Fuji? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's totally Straight odd Straight up uh, James Bond villain at some point. If you Or no, yeah, it was yeah. James Bond villain. Yep. The best character to play in Goldeneye was odd job, always. Yep. That sounds like Mr. Perfect. Those are the most perfect vocal cords I ever heard. I'll put him over every fucking day. He is the one of the best. Yep, he, he's one of those guys that should have been WWE champion, even if it was transitional. He he definitely should have had it. He he was one of the biggest heels they had. That run he had with Hogan for a few months was amazing. And the, uh, he was so good in what he did. And even in 2002, he looked pretty damn good. Yeah. The match he had with Lesnar was really good. Is that Vince McMahon announcing? Yeah. Or not announcing, I'm sorry, commentating? Yeah. I it was, love it. It was him and Perfect, yeah. They were. They did such I just didn't even like pay attention to that. It's wonder, Mr. Wonder, 
Perfect. I wonder how many times McMahon has said maneuver in this show. I'm sure it's been a lot. I'm surprised that wasn't the first uh, red flag for me. To be like, yeah, yeah, that's him. <laughs> I remember having a Mr. Fuji action figure, and I was so pissed off about it. Because he looked like that. And, of course, I'm like that traditional like nerd feller. <laughs> I played with my toys, and I collected them. But my Mr. Fuji, I was bummed because he had demolition face paint. I can't put him with any other fucking tag team <laughs> other than demolition. You know, I put him... I remember having him with... with uh, uh, who the fuck was it? The the Hart Foundation, because I like to switch my own shit up. But even with my Jimmy Hart, he came in a three-pack with the Hart Foundation, and his jacket was the Hart Foundation. I'm like, well, he can't go with Hulk Hogan now. <laughs> he, what the hell is this going to do me? He can't be with Beefcake and anybody else. Oh, oh yeah, he killed him. He died after this match, they, ladies they, and gentlemen. Oh, the World's Strongest Slam. I forgot the ber- Berserker did that. They made him as a toy. I never had him. Oh, oh, we I got two little kids painted up like the three. Oh my God, look at this! Four, five, and six. This is this is the nineties. I wish that. I had my Hulk Hogan wrestling buddy here with me. Ultimate Warrior. I don't, but oh yeah. Oh, he's coming out. He's coming. Oh my God! And everybody thought he was dead at this point, and this was somebody different. <laughs> Oh my god, it still talks. My Hulk Hogan one doesn't. The Dingo Warriors. <laughs> or what were they called? He was the Blade Dingo Runners. Blade Runners. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I fucked that off. I'm not a wrestling fan. I'm clearly look at, look just at a the jobber. neon. Look at all the neon and you can sit out here too, Sting. <laughs> I found this at a yard sale for a dollar twenty five. I guarantee you the Ultimate Warrior didn't talk to any of these kids no. be- behind the curtain. No. Not a single fucking one. And he was nice as hell when we met him, but Look at look at all that. They're really trying to sell the videotape too. They don't do that much anymore either. Is trying to sell the merchandise because they're overrated. <laughs> Papa Shango beating the shit out of the Hulkster while Sid just stands there with a fucking chair. We've met everybody on the fucking screen. That's true. I've never met uh, Gene. Oh, that's right. You didn't meet Gene. I didn't get to meet. That's right. You, you didn't get to go to that one. But I did get to meet the Hulkster. I met Ultimate Warrior. I met Papa Shango doesn't have a like a gesture. Yeah, we met Hebner too. Yes, I have him right there. Sid Justice. This is This is clearly uh I'm gonna I'm gonna say this is the Texas tornado. I'm just <laughs> That kidding. was the rumor. That just kidding was the rumor. Folks. And Hulk Hogan saving the day. You know what? I think we have a special guest. Oh, Jesus. Psycho Sid, you're here without a hand. Because <laughs> my daughter broke it off of you. What did you think of that match? Ah, who's the man? I guess you are, bud. Thanks for popping in. See you next time. <laughs> a little quick appearance from Psycho Sid Vicious right there. Because what do you do during a Ultimate Warrior promo? You know, you, you got to do something. <laughs> my warriors. I'm a warrior. I'm absolutely a warrior. I can't imagine being so into the gimmick that you change your name to warrior. Not your last name to warrior. Can I just say something? Your entire fucking name to warrior. Can I just say warrior. something? Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'm done. I'm done. Stone Cold. <laughs> Steve Austin. You're so into the character, you changed your name? Am I wrong? Am I wrong? I got a point, right? 
Yeah. 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 But it's all I got. I gotta have some sort of rebuttal. I gotta, I gotta have something. <laughs> but to have your name, Warrior, I can get. All right, sure. Maybe that's your last name. Right. You're, sure. What do I call you? Warrior. You call me Ultimate. And your your wife's name is Dana Warrior, so that's her last name. Which I is okay. Name. Yeah. Which is okay. I can buy into someone having the last name Warrior because honestly, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna break character. <laughs> your last name is what? Dragon. That's fucking ridiculous because my last name is mcdougal what the fuck does that even mean and you get dragon you get to have the last name of dragon so yeah someone could have the last name warrior but your first name being ultimate look at this guy look at, look at that look at the red tyler <laughs> why did you think they called him red is that not profiling oh uh, yes uh, folks he is a model if you were wondering these matches superstars was nothing but jobbers yeah it wasn't it? Yep. You know, it, you know, we got we got Kurt Hawkins in the ring wrestling the model right now. Because <laughs> of the red hair and and the face kind of reminds you really, me. You really, you really, you really are trying. Am, am I reaching? I'm, I'm, I'll give you one, <laughs> uh, Mystery Gus. <laughs> Would this be a bad time? <laughs> Do you know what I feel like this is, Dave? And you're going to totally agree with me. The Hurricane Home Show. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Does that not feel like it? Yeah. <laughs> but Rick, like, I would love to meet him. Oh, yeah. she hates him. <laughs> she hated him. I haven't seen him do very many appearances either. You like know conventions who I, or anything. You know who I just watched uh, an interview with? Mark Merrow. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, I haven't seen Mark Merrow ever in anything outside of WWF since like I was a kid. He does motivational speaking and shit at schools. But yeah, he was he on that Hannibal. Yeah. Because after he gave us the card, I subscribed to the dude, whatever. I watch a lot of interviews on that channel. Like, he just had Terry Runnels on there. Uh, and, and her and I were talking about, um, who was it? Sonny. We all were talking about Sonny. But I was saying, like, <clears throat> Terry was talking about Sonny on it and this, 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 and that. And it's, just, it's a pretty good podcast. Thank you so much. It's like we've got an, we're doing it at an open bar. This is awesome. Like if if every podcast could be like this. <laughs> so so I got to bring alcohol every time it's just you and me. Sit off screen and <laughs> hand it to me as well. <laughs> Marcadius, how are we doing over there, big man? Good. Are you enjoying yourself? How have you been? Wonderful. Good. How's the family? I send my love to them. Good. Good. You shaved your head, I see. Yeah. I did too. Oh wow. It's like we're twins. <laughs> I could be your the Danny DeVito and you could be my Schwarzenegger. You wanna do that or no? Is that not a thing? I mean, I'm comfortable enough with you to pretend you're my brother. Dude, people will buy anything. People are about to buy dirt from a fucking match that happened months ago. Right? That's true. And they're gonna pay seventy nine dollars for it. I just want to show off real quick, because I love CTWE. I was saying this earlier. There's a camera right here. <laughs> I love CTWE wrestling. I, I do, too. I absolutely I really so don't. Much. And when you, when you mentioned, uh, what's his name? Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I can't think of your name. But the mask. She's got her mask. Oh, Nocturne. Yeah. That made me smile when I walked into the bathroom. I was like, oh, cool. What a, what a great reference. Look, it's the oh, Ultimate Warrior! Oh, oh, it's the Texas Tornado. Oh, shit. You're right. When did he go out there? 
I don't know, I think they're just showing, like, a replay kind of... Didn't we just... Wasn't it just fucking Rick Martell? Yeah. Maybe they cut the match out, and they're just showing him leaving What the did ring. we just... Ladies and gentlemen, uh... uh yeah, they literally just... Alright, so so here we are. Here we, This is fun. This is fun talk now. <laughs> here we are, uh, 31 minutes. We're nine minutes away from being at the end of Superstars, which has been pretty enjoyable, to be honest. Even um, just with jobbers and... It's uh, Rick Martell with this guy in the ring with a Boston Crab, and he's going to get the win. He's going to get the finish here with a tap out. But here we go. We're watching this not live, but live. <laughs> and Rick Martell gets the win. Very arrogant. There's the crowd. <laughs> and then it cuts to... <laughs> The Texas Tornado, Kerry Von Erich winning a match, match that we didn't even fucking watch. <laughs> this feels like 2007 TNA to me. <laughs> what happened? Alright, we're going to go back and do it again for the third <laughs> time because this is enjoyable. Again, Rick Martel's match, right? He, he's wrestling, this guy gets the win. Now you tell me what you see. Alien shape-shifting? I don't know. You be the judge. It's going to be Rick Martel. That lady doesn't like him. And then who is it in the ring? It's Terry Von Eric. Thanos did the snap. So maybe I can now understand why people would think, watching this at the time, why maybe Ultimate Warrior and him <laughs> might have been the same person. Maybe those people watched an edited video of superstars that was so badly cut together that they just assumed. Because, I mean... I mean, I could see the body type is similar. So what did we the, just you know, watch? And the hair and the, the you know... And, and the if, jaw, you put, you know. if you put face paint on uh, him... And you had him running around, not stopping so you can get a... I think with the face paint, though... Yeah, it would, with, the, with it going down over the nose, I think, yeah. I think it would mask him a little bit. If he's full momentum, I'm not saying if you pause him like this, because you could totally tell it's, yeah. it's Kerry Von Eric. But in the moment, I could get swindled. I mean, for a second, I thought that fake sting was the real sting, until they, like, paused it on him, and yeah. then I'm like, well, that's just, his face isn't as long. <laughs> He doesn't look... He doesn't have the same build. He's stockier. Yep. But there you go. He just did the head thing. But I don't know what we just witnessed, <laughs> folks. Uh, it was shape-shifting at its best. And to know that he didn't have... I think have it was the same foot, opponent. Right? Yeah, he didn't have a, a foot at this point. Foot. Yes, he did. And, and like, that's crazy that he could still do yeah, all this shit with no fucking And foot. you know what? I got this from one of my conformed sources, sources <laughs> that he was pissed off that they didn't use his fake foot with Diesel. He was dead at that point. He did it from beyond the grave. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> whoa, whoa! Whoa! Look at the sexy women, whoa. ladies oh, and folks. Oh, it's the WBF. Oh, my God. I talk about a WBF. It's the XFL of the 90s. Banging, hanging, and banging. We have uh, mixed company. I will not be talking like that today. <laughs> I will try not to be talking like that today. I didn't ever even heard of that. I'm glad it didn't exist. Up next is Money Incorporated, existing of Ted DiBiase and everyone's semi-favorite <laughs> IRS. Erwin R., he's a shyster. <laughs> oh, and you can hear their music. And I used to love that shyster would tax people the money and then give it to the million-dollar man. I thought that shit was hilarious. I love When they first started shit. doing that. Jimmy, Jimmy, see, Jimmy I couldn't have done this with my action figures. And that, why Jimmy Hart's wearing a white and fucking heart-covered goddamn outfit. Jimmy Hart is the Benjamin Button of fucking wrestling. That man will not age. No. Let me tell you something, Daddy. <laughs> I am the best. I'm the greatest manager of all time, Daddy. Hulk Hogan. 
You you literally have a box, not a box of gimmicks, a floor of gimmicks. I have an underneath my desk of gimmicks. <laughs> <laughs> I also have... I love those tags. I also have a fever. For our cowbell matches, when I talk about my Dusty Rhodes, it has been an American dream, baby, but sometimes you have nightmares, and they coexist of your children, <laughs> making their own company out existing the WWE. If they sold those turnbuckles, like if the, you know they did it on the auction site, I would buy one of those. Would you buy one for me? Yeah. Because well, I think WWE, if you're listening, I'd like one. I mean, they are pretty sweet. Jim Is that Jim Powers? Is that Austin's father? <laughs> no, that was Nigel. <laughs> Sorry. No, when he was with the Young Stallions, but I think he's one of those guys that spoke up a little bit too much, like wanted to push. So they pushed him down. Yeah. Yeah, is that him? Yeah, that's Jim Powers. Yeah. Because, like, even yep, when he went to WCW, like, he was just, they didn't use him. Look at that jacket. I like that. He could make, he can make so much money selling those jackets now. And, like, because he, and he had the pants, you know, like, airbrushed to go with it and stuff. Like music notes. Yeah. If, like, I'm going to ask a universal question. Uh, Marcadius, you can participate if you'd like <laughs> there, homeboy. But, for the wrestling purists, if you could have any one wrestler's items, I know you're who you're going to say. I don't know what you're going to say, but I know who you're going to say. If you could have any one wrestler's like item that they wore or whatever that's most memorable to you or whatever, what would it be? You can go first. <laughs> really? I thought you would have been like Bret Hart's jacket or something. Um, a specific one or no? Just one as long as it says. You? Um, I would want the first urn that Paul Bearer carried around with the Undertaker. The big one? No, the 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 smaller one. Was the it one smaller? That he used, yeah, the one that he hit Hogan over the head okay. with and all that stuff. Yeah. I, if it's not obvious, uh, Macho Man's hat and a jacket. Any specific one? Mm, the yellow and red one. The Ultimate Mania. The Ultimate Mania. Yeah. yeah. I'd have to say that. Because uh, mm, the macho man, <laughs> mm, he's what did it for me. What about Marcadius? Marcadius, you got any, uh... <laughs> How about Stephanie McMahon's bond? Yeah! That's, wow, that's my that's, dude right that's there! That's a good answer. Yeah! I like that. See, I wasn't going to go there, but he did, and that's why he's part of the show, folks. <laughs> Thank you! <laughs> and I'm gonna give. I'm not gonna go there because I'll get real bad with it. But yeah, 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 I like that. That's yeah, a good answer. Is... Ladies and gentlemen, oh look at Owen Hart, oh. dude, looking like the fucking uh, what the hell was the high energy? High energy. There we go. This was right after they did the new foundation with him and uh, Jim the Anvil Nighthawk. He is not a nugget. <laughs> He's a black heart, damn it. Soul survivor. This is just such great stuff. Yeah. yeah, this is right. This is right before they did high energy. Yeah. What hearts have we met? Uh, Brett. <laughs> Jimmy Hart. <laughs> Didn't we meet one we of met, his other brothers? We Smith? met Smith. Smith at the CTWE show and uh, the British Bull son. The bulldog son. Oh yeah, that's he's right. basically a heart. Yeah. Did you meet the daughter? No, I didn't want to meet her. I just I I said something 
I said something to her yeah. too, and I, and I won't, I won't repeat it. I didn't say anything. <laughs> Papa Shango. Papa Shango, such a oh, where is it? That's such an awesome character. I gotta say it again. I love this. <laughs> Papa Shango is also known to my generation as the Godfather, or to some as the Good Father. <laughs> but he's also known to people as Kama Mustafa and uh, Papa Shango, as we're seeing, which is pretty cool. I think it's a cool character. But this hat was given to me by uh, one of our the podcast's friends, Mr. Man. I would say check out the episode where we interviewed him as well. Check out our episode where we interviewed him. It was really a great one. But Mr. Man, I've said this before, was at a wrestling show that he did with uh, the Godfather, and he knew I was a fan, so he personally... This actually was a hat. When we did our interview with Mr. Man, I gave him this hat, which was a bowler at first, as a gift. Like, for thank you. He took the hat, crimped it down to make it look like a pimp hat, added a feather from his own personal home, which was that thing we saw, yep. the Indian thing, and then took it to a show and had the Godfather sign it for me. And I honestly, when I went to his house to pick it up, I cried as I hugged him because it was such a genuine, lovely, 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 lovely gift from someone I hardly knew. So, but Papa Shango. See that urn right there. Uh, that's bigger than I pictured in my... <laughs> I guess I was... No, I guess the bigger one with the light in it. Yeah, the, one, the light yeah, one Yeah, that's huge. the one I'm picturing. But just... You know, speaking of jobbers... <laughs> the Undertaker... Oh, Jesus. He's so overrated. Fuck you, he is. What? No, I'm just kidding. He's, he's, he's Undertaker's worse. pretty damn good if you haven't watched his last six matches. Watch his last one match. The Boneyard match. Because that was pretty, pretty freaking fun. We had a lot of fun watching yeah, that. That was that was good. What would you give that out of like t- uh, out of a traditional? Take away the. It was just so different. Right, and that take away that take away because of the coronavirus they had to do that. If that was just thrown in a regular normal WrestleMania, would you give that like a a pass? I would. Yeah? yeah? I know you would. Yeah. I personally would. I I enjoyed the shit out of it. Marcadius, what'd you think of it? Oh, you didn't see it? Thanks for your input. <laughs> Special interview with Justice. We already had him. We're so good on this show. We are. Berserker against The Undertaker. I kind of wish we would watch that. <laughs> I will keep downloading these. These would actually be kind of fun to... To just bullshit. You know, like we're doing filler episodes. Yeah. Just do short ones like this. Oh my god, it's the end! Ladies and gentlemen, we have made it to the end of WWF Superstars 1992, April 18th. Um, we had a lot of... Well, there was nothing crucial about it. No. There's no... I'm not saying there's no reason to watch that. If you love wrestling, watch it. But there's nothing that's going to progress a storyline if you're interested in that aspect at that particular yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure the, the interviews probably did, but... Match-wise, you yeah. just want to watch... Someone you really like, just have a match and it's fun and whatever. Then, except for that tornado thing, what the fuck happened there? <laughs> uh, fan guest that requested this episode. If you have any input into what happened there, please comment because I would, like I would personally like to know what the fuck happened. There. Was that bad editing? When was that? Was the rest of the night? Of that superstars, the continuation of the first part or the second part? <laughs> what was the Texas Tornado match? I'm curious now. Help me, help me, help me, help you, help, help me, me, help you, help the rest of the world during this COVID nineteen crisis. <laughs> but that's all I got. I don't. I'm, I'm out of steam. <laughs> you got that buzz on yet? Mm-hmm. <laughs>
Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're anxious to get into Metal Gear Solid. I'm just anxious to not stop doing this today, because <laughs> I'm going to be sad when we're done. Because it's going to be like, well, fuck, i got to go to work tomorrow, and I sometimes hate my job. i got to go to work tonight. <laughs> sometimes things just get better in my life. That, that made me feel a little bit better. <laughs> well, I guess since the drink's gone, that's the <laughs> note. It's the time to... Time to bring the show to a close. Ladies and gentlemen, I have been this entire time, despite what I thought, I have been the wild card, Ace Williams! I'm Deadly Dave, and thank you to our two special guests for joining us as well. Marcadius and the anonymous special <laughs> guest. We've had a blast. Uh, we will absolutely do another watch along like this. Yeah. And uh, thanks for the fan request, Nick. Appreciate yes. it. Thank you. Keep on watching. And don't forget, next week, one-on-one, right here on WWF Superstars, it's the Berserker versus the Undertaker.